and welcome to the Feedback Force podcast, the game design analysis podcast of the End Defender community. Hello, we're back, and I'm Kelso. And I'm Kyla. And I'm Carl. And we forgot that last weekend was Easter, so... Well, you we guys didn't... forgot. I we did forget. I didn't care. Um, That's true. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah. don't don't get me wrong. I'm not, uh, not... I don't care too much about the uh, religious implications. Easter is a good excuse to eat a lot of ham, though. So, which I guess you also wouldn't care about. Yeah, being I also a vegetarian. don't care about that. But I but, mean, if I had uh, I'm an ace here. Yeah, yeah, that's also ex- true. Except that we didn't go back for our usual Easter thing this year because we're saving up to try and do a prog trip to visit my grandmother in the fall. So we're like trying to limit the amount of like flying back to the East Coast we're doing. Um, That's fair. So we also didn't like spend time with family. Like literally, we just we made a nice brunch, and that was it. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a good idea. Um, I I made a. Oh, go ahead. I had watermelon and scrambled eggs and bagels, and I made like a fancy potato dish thing with like onions and sour cream and cream cheese and stuff and. Oh, that sounds really good. I mean, good. potatoes with like any kind of onion and dairy is like yeah. I, I, there's basically no way. I like. I think. I think I'm making leek and potato soup for dinner, um, mm. which is also basically just potato with a kind of onion and dairy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't go wrong. Yep. So, yeah, I made the mistake of making um cheesecake. I made like a lemon blueberry cheesecake and mm. I brought the leftovers to work and now everybody's like oh the cheesecake was so good like my boss's birthday is in a couple weeks <laughs> and i my my like i just I, i'll bring people baked goods because it's it's a small office like there's four of you us you got their reputation so, as the baked so, good person so now so now like i have kind of volunteered myself um to make a cheesecake for my boss's birthday which is fine i don't don't mind but like i should i should be more mindful of um uh not not just putting it all out there i guess <laughs> i tried to make a try what kind of cheesecake was it it was like a like a thin mint cheesecake or some kind of like chocolate nutella cheesecake or something something involving a lot of chocolate mm-hmm. um and it like I fucked it up in a way that was, like, so mysterious that my friend who makes a lot of cakes, like, didn't understand what happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I'm super intrigued. It, it like, it, like, because uh, it, was, it wasn't a no-bake cheesecake. It was, like, a, a bake-me cheesecake mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I baked it, and it, it rose and spilled over the top of the... It basically overrose. It like it was over leavened, even though I didn't I didn't put anything in it that should have leavened it. So, uh, but it rose and spilled over the edge of the dish. So it was like very like poofy, which is the opposite of what a cheesecake should be. Huh. Oh, how did I was gonna say like the only thing I could think of is that maybe like I don't know how you mixed it up. But maybe you mixed it up and got a lot of air in there, and then the air yeah. expanded when it I heated think... up. But that's the only thing I can think of. I think that's it must have been something thinking. like that. I like overbeat the ingredients or something. Um, 
which, but yeah, no, <laughs> Jackie was like, how, how do you do that to Ooh. a cheese? How does a cheesecake do that? I've never seen a cheesecake do that. Oh, uh, that's, I like, I like that. I like mysterious, like mysterious food fails. Yeah, we still ate it and it was still pretty tasty. It just like was not the texture and consistency of a cheesecake. Yeah, that's fair. I've always wanted to try making like the Japanese Castella cheesecake that's like basically like a I don't know, it's like a super whipped cake with kind of cream cheese flavor in it. Like it's not mostly cream cheese like an American cheesecake. It's like fluffy and yeah. I am you not know. like normally a huge fan of cheesecake, but I make exceptions for <clears throat> cheesecakes involving chocolate of some kind. That's fair. Yeah. I um I don't like the one that I just made, it wasn't like a big tall like I didn't use a spring form, I used a, a tart pan, so it was really shallow. I feel like that's the right amount of cheesecake filling. Mm, it's fair. it's easy to like overdo cheesecake. Yeah, and then I it gets like. real heavy real fast. Do you want to so. eat this solid block of cream cheese? I mean, yes. look. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look at a gift horse of cream cheese in the mouth. Look, um, I'm yes. gonna put it in my mouth. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I also made cheesecake recently. Whoa! I made That's a licorice great. and raspberry cheesecake. Licorice. Ooh. I don't like. I don't like licorice, but I do like raspberries, and that's an intriguing flavor combination. It was nice, as long as you like licorice. Yeah, yeah. I really don't. But uh, was it like, uh, like actually licorice flavor, or just like anise? No, actually licorice. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Because uh, I've had like cookies and stuff that use anise as flavoring, and like. Divorced from the rest of the licorice associations, anise in certain amounts is not bad, um, when com especially when combined with other flavors. But like, yeah, licorice as a flavor is one of my big no's. Same. I I had a traumatic more for experience. Me. Yeah, more for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. But I had a traumatic experience with some Nyquil as a child. So, um, uh huh. Yeah, I was I was sick at my grandparents' house, and. Um, the grandparents' house part is important because, like, at home we normally would have the little gel caps because I mm. I could not swallow the the licorice flavored Nyquil as a child. Mm. But we were at my grandparents' house, so the only kind they had was the liquid. And like, I, mm. I was like having I was little I was little little and I was having a full on meltdown, and my dad finally like <laughs> kind of force fed me the the Nyquil because oh, otherwise no. I was just gonna be whining. Like I yeah. don't, I don't blame my dad in this instance. He was just trying to help, and so, like, I, I eventually did get it down, and like took two steps out of the bathroom and just puked it all up, like yeah. just a little green black puddle on the carpet. <laughs> so, so that's uh, that's my that's my like licorice association in my mind. That's gross. Um, yeah, it was bad. I don't, I don't blame you. Um, anyway, stuff people did over the past couple weeks. Any interesting media? I've been sick all week, and before oh, that no. was Easter, so I've been, I've done nothing. Poor Carl, I'm sorry you got sick. 
Yeah. That's... Did you get sick from Easter from like hanging out with folks? I mean, I would assume so, but none of the people got sick other than me. So okay. I don't know. Just ambient vibes. Ah, Kelso. Yeah, we're we're in like heavy pollen season here in in Oof. the Virginia Beach area. Um, like pollen so thick that you go outside and there's just like a yellow green film on everything. <laughs> um, and like I'm not explicitly allergic to it, but it has like you can you could feel it you could feel it in the air. So that's been like, bleh. but um, so recently we have started watching a new TV show that is. I think the last episode is airing next week. Um, streaming streaming show called Jury Duty. Okay. If you've heard about it. And what okay. it is, is um, it's uh, it's like a kind of reality. It's like basically a staged reality show. They have okay. a bunch of actors, like character actors, people who like you maybe would be like, I recognize that guy from somewhere, but they're they're like nobody with big names. Um, they just are like working actors who do like one or you know a role in an episode of a TV show and then they move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, except for the one big name, which is James Marsden, and the whole concept is there's one guy that's not an actor, and he thinks he's being selected to be on a jury for like a real civil oh, trial. I did hear about this. Yeah, except it's all fake, and it's so good. I I've really been enjoying it. We watched, it's only eight episodes, and we watched, like, all seven episodes in the last three days. So, mm. it's, and it's That's... on, um... So it's, like, it's a combination of, like, a mockumentary and a prank show, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Except, like, they're not, they're, like, the guy who is not an actor, his name is Ronald, and he's, he seems like a super nice guy. And, like, it, they're not, like, pranking him explicitly, it's just... Mm -hmm. Here's a bunch of crazy shit that's going on in the environment, like, and everybody just has to kind of react to it. I'm sure, like, 99% of the show is improv. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's very funny so far. Um, it reminds yeah. me of uh, that other show <clears throat> that I heard about, which was, like, the, um, like, cop drama type thing where it was like a, a buddy cop duo where like the main um the main character is always the same but the uh the who who his partner is is like a rotating cast where it's like a new like celebrity comedian type person every week but the comedian who's the like sidekick character does not get told the script for the episode oh god that sounds great so they have to, like, you know, like, work the crime with the quote-unquote lead detective. I really like that. I'm gonna have to, uh, if you remember what that's called, please tell me, because that, yeah. sounds, that sounds really fun. I'll see if I can find it. Um, I just, like, saw an ad for it and was like, that's kind of a cute premise. Like, okay. Yeah. But other than that, um, I, I bought Dredge. I've been playing Dredge. We'll maybe do that for an episode. I know we were talking about it. Um, yeah, it sounds like a cool concept. Is... I just, uh, yeah, I don't want to like buy another game right this moment. So. Yeah, no, that's that's fair for sure. Um, yeah, sounds yeah. sounds like a cool concept. I'm sold on like Cthulhu horror fishing game. <laughs> like yeah, that's, that's that's that sounds like a winning combo. It's a really good sales pitch. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, a lot of it is, like, inventory management, which mm-hmm. I, I don't, I know that, like, maybe is a turnoff for some people, but then there's an entire subset of people who are like, I wish that, like, the attache case from Resident Evil 4 was just its own game. Um, and this is kind of that. So, in okay. some ways. Um, yeah, a real menus-heavy game, but nice. It's, it's, like, just the right amount of unsettling like it's not actively scary but there are some tense times and okay. um just the vibe is good i guess the vibe is good so good to know yeah. i'm excited um spoilers we might end up playing something uh thematically similar in the upcoming mm. uh for our upcoming game but i i think we just might yeah um i in the past couple weeks saw the dungeons and dragons movie if anyone else has gone to see that. Oh, Ev saw it. I, he went out with the boys, and I like was happy to have a day at the house by myself, so I didn't go. But I heard, I heard it was decent. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was, like, very cute. It's like, yeah. a, you know, it's not trying to be, like, earth-shattering or anything, but it's like a solid little action comedy. Yeah. Um, like I a, mean, I a... guess... The bar is real low for Dungeons and Dragons the, movies, but the bar is super low. <laughs> There's a bar. Oh yes, if you if you've not seen Jeremy Irons, uh, like positively devour the scenery in the previous D and D movie, that's uh, that's kind of worth a like a so so bad it's good type comedy watch. I think the um. Uh, the uh, Dragonlance movies are like close, closely related enough to D and D to count as well, and those are I, something I didn't. I didn't realize they made dragon. They made movies of that. I thought so. Uh, they're like animated. I read the they're books, like, but yeah, they're like part two D and part three D animation. Um, and I mm. think I think it's Kiefer Sutherland who is the voice of Raceland. Um. Oh, I, it's been it's been about 15 years since I watched them, or I think I don't know if it's more than one. I think it might just be the one. Um, not great, but OK, worth worth it if you want to have like a, a bad movie, bad air quotes, yeah. bad movie night sometime. These thumbnails um, look like uh, like like 90s Saturday morning cartoons or like late 80s Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, well, that's good to know that that exists. Anyway, uh, it's a good movie. It's well cast. Um, there's my favorite character is the paladin character that they introduce, who's like clearly like the NPC that the DM is controlling because like he needs to send the characters into a difficult area and uh, like doesn't want to do a total party kill, so he like rolls a really powerful character, but then. Like the character can't stick around because they're too OP. It's like, it's I don't know. It feels very like true to a D and D campaign, and the it's he's just hilarious. He's played by one of the actors from Bridgerton, I guess, like the main dude. Um, let me find his actual name. Uh, a paladin character, D and D movie actor. Uh. Roger Jean Page? Uh, that, that sounds right. 
Yeah, that that sounds right. I'm looking. I looked it up. I I man, I haven't watched Bridgerton. I feel like I yeah. should. Yeah, I mean, I have a friend who's very into like, uh, you know, period dramas and stuff. Who enjoyed the heck out of Bridgerton, but um, yes, no, he's a. Uh, it turns out he's an excellent comedic actor, in addition oh, nice. to being, you know, classically handsome. Yeah, um, you love to see it. So he plays the like incredibly like straight man, straight faced like humor character, and it's it's he does so well. It's so good. Nice. Oh, now I kind of wish I had gone to go see the movie with, with the boys, but yeah. I'm sure there'll be an opportunity. It'll come out to streaming at some point and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what I'll, I'm just going to wait for that. Yeah. But yes, I, I approve. I, I had a good time. That reminds me, I actually did something from the last, I went and watched the Mario movie. The oh, new one. And it was, like, the first time I went to the movies in, like, ten years. Oh, okay. Was it worth that experience? Uh, I'm... It wasn't bad, but I'm not gonna praise it, like... Okay. Many do. Nintendo is still cowards for not letting anyone have any personality or any plot. (laughs) Yeah. <clears throat> that's what I that's what I've kind of heard about it is like it's a it's a solid movie for little kids uh you know like for for parents to take their their young kids to it is very safe and like completely non-controversial and therefore like not that interesting yeah it, i i dislike that they they do so much like oh here's a block with a question mark and it has a mushroom and mario's jumping on on blocks Here's yeah. all the stuff that you know about the games. Ooh. Yeah. It it feels like a big waste to um to cast Jack Black in something like that and then <laughs> not just let him go absolutely buck wild. Yeah. Um, okay. So they kind of do and that Oh. That's the best part of the movie that he plays it really well. That is also what I've heard is that Jack Black kind of carries the movie. Like is is far and away like the best part of it that's, um, that's very good so um, i mean that's good like i don't know i have a i have a reviewer that i watch a lot of who i mostly trust his opinions on stuff and he's like a big video game nerd you know like super nostalgic type thing and so you know it there was a i was expecting him to be like very hard on the movie you know like with a critical eye to it and he gave it like a fairly glowing review in terms of like the if you just read like the script of the review but it's a video review and like his whole demeanor when he was talking about it just sounded so unenthusiastic i'm like are you sure you liked this movie because it kind of sounds like you didn't like this movie that's so weird uh yeah that's one that i'm definitely gonna wait until it's out on streaming but yeah uh definitely not going to wait until streaming for hear me out gang the barbie movie no everyone i know is so excited about the barbie so, okay movie. here's here's the thing um i saw i think it was like a, a little like thing from an interview with the with the director um greta gerwig yeah uh, one of the references that was cited is serial experiments lane so oh, okay. oh boy that is cool yeah, yeah. so i'm like 
I haven't um like seen a lot of her films, but I am kind of familiar with like what people say about her work and I, I it seems like it seems like this is not just going to be like standard Barbie movie. I'm kind of hoping that it's like Barbie uh tries to break out of the matrix kind of thing. <laughs> um so I don't know. I I I have but it looks am, so bad. I am I, I also I also like Margot Robbie. It depends on, it depends on how how self-aware it is, right? Like it looks bad but in a way that where like those parts are maybe intentionally supposed to look bad, I think. Um that's that's kind of the vibe I get from it overall. Yeah. I think I think it's impossible to make a Barbie movie. Um well No, it's not. Because there have been plenty of Barbie movies that have been made that are not self-aware and they're just yeah, like, super Here's Barbie and she's a princess. Um yeah. I, I think it's impossible to make a Barbie movie for adults that's not yeah. extremely self-aware. Yeah. Um, I'm told so... that the uh <clears throat> like the animated Barbie series that ran a while ago was actually like quite clever and like somewhat ironic and very funny but uh, uh yeah life in the dream the, like, house i think is the, the 3d one animated about. one yeah that's life in the dream house i actually have watched a few episodes of that because i heard the same thing and it wasn't bad like i didn't watch the whole series but i i watched i don't know a handful of episodes and i i thought they were pretty pretty fun okay so it's like that and um scooby-doo mystery incorporated from a while back mm-hmm. is great it's it's so funny um because they take everybody's like character traits and then just turn them up to 11 like mm. like fred is the ultimate himbo and he is obsessed with like building complicated traps to catch <laughs> the villains and that's like that's it that's his whole character trait um and like daphne is just a uh she's like extremely wealthy very privileged family but she wants nothing more than to escape, like, that life. Uh, okay, so there was a weird gap there, and I apologize. Uh, the boyfriend is doing yard work, and he found a tiny kitten in our shed. And so we needed to just... Well, he needed me <laughs> to go make sure that it was okay. And it's fine. We're going to leave it alone. Because it's Mama's going to come back. It's a feral kitten. And there's so many cats crawling all over my backyard that, uh, <laughs> that it's fine. Kitten break. So, I know kitten break. It's very. It's like the smallest, the smallest cat I've ever seen. Um, like fits in the palm of my hand. Small. That's but, very cute. Very cute. Uh, I'm yeah. glad it's okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. I've, boyfriend got scared because uh, he like didn't know if it was alive. Um, but it's mm-hmm. alive. It was just you know he was just sleeping, having a nice nap. So yeah. That's where we, uh, so, uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt myself talking about Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, yes. But, yeah, you should watch Mystery Incorporated if you, um, want to watch something dumb. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's it. Uh, it sounds like, um, I don't know, like, I, I heard good things, but it also sounded like, you know, this is, there's some children's media where it's like, oh, this is children's media that's like, kind of also for adults and adults can enjoy and you know like your your steven universe and your um i don't know avatar the last airbender sort of mm-hmm. thing um this one seemed like no this is just children's media <laughs> like i i don't need to see this it's fine it's i think it leans more towards being children's media but it's 
it's like the kind of children's media that's not like we're gonna make everything super cutesy and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. safe. Like it's it's yeah, a little bit not like saying it's bad children's yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's just like it's Scooby Doo. You've got however you've got a a lot of years of Scooby Doo to um to play with and remix and like yeah. be self referential over. And that's kinda I think that's kinda what they're going for. So Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I'm like full of adrenaline from from kitten rescue. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Ooh. Also, cat rescue. I know. Anyway, um... you know what came up the other day at like I was in a conversation at work that I haven't thought about in years. Mm. Uh, do you guys remember me telling you about Canopy Cat Rescue? Yes. That sounds familiar. I don't remember the particulars. It was like the reality TV show about two guys in the Seattle area who just rescue oh, cats from trees. Out of trees. Okay, yes. Now I do remember. I, I'd like, I have no like follow-up to this. I didn't you know, find out anything new or interesting about it. I just hadn't oh, thought just about it for it? a really long time. I'm like, oh yeah! I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. Any like stupid reality TV show about like we gotta we gotta help this cat. Uh, they're usually good because man, cats don't give a fuck about anything that you do for them, <laughs> and <laughs> that is, makes it great. It's true. This is very true. Ah, <sighs> but anyway, I guess we should probably talk about the game. <laughs> we probably should. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the game we played. Uh, the, uh, which, uh, let's segue. Let's, I just came up with one, uh, also contains cats. Yes, so. cats are an important part of, uh, of this game. One of the more important parts, I would say. Um, yeah, we played 24 Killers, uh, by Happy Shabby Games, developed and published. Um, came out pretty recently, like, a little over a month ago. Kind of a, uh, yeah, an homage to... Like Love to Lick games, uh, Moon, and the adjacent games, you know, Tulip, Chibi Robo is an adjacent game. Those kind of uh, weird Japanese games where your primary goal is to help people. Uh, but it's an important note, which I did not realize going into this. It's not a Japanese game. This is no, by this an American developer. It's yes. just an homage to that genre. Yes. Um, um, which, which was not a genre I had ever played, and I guess I kind of get it, right? Like, now that I've tried it, it's sort of a, like a meditative, um, just like feel-good cozy kind of thing. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's a lot uh, of it. Feel-good cozy with just, like, kind of weird vibes. Sort of. Very weird vibes. Like, the this game feels specifically designed such that, um... Uh, when you talk about it, it, like, forces you to just say incredibly weird sentences. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's like uh, I can't figure out, like, how to get this crowbar out of the fishbowl. Like, I've already done, returned the tire to the tiny taxi. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, do, I I to to, out... do I need to... Do I need to run really fast at the fishbowl? Do I need to, like, turn into a strongman and throw it? Like, How do I make this coffee grow so that I can give a robot a sense of purpose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it has a certain, um, like, 
adventure game logic to it in a lot of parts. That's mm -hmm. like, you know, it, it makes sense in the context of the game, but just barely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, um, it, it reminds me in some ways, and this is going to be a really disparate pick, um, but just in, in the way that everything is sort of contextualized, it reminded me a lot of another game with Killer in the name, Paradise Killer, in that everything mm. is completely in media res, you're basically given no explanation for anything that's going on, it's all wild, and you just go with it. Yeah, although Paradise Killer, like, a large portion of the game was about sort of elucidating the world building, right? It was yes. about, like, finding out stuff about it and, like, learning what the weird history with the cult was and stuff. This game never bothers to explain itself. It's just weird all the way through. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you follow the game. And yeah. Yes, follow the ride. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so... I, this is probably going to be... I'm probably going to be the standout unpopular opinion. Uh, for this particular, um, <clears throat> for this particular game, but so here's my take. Right, um, I have a friend who was not a huge fan of Stardew Valley. Kind of bounced off of it, right? Uh, and I asked her, like, "Oh, you know, like you didn't like it's a real popular game. You didn't really like Stardew Valley?" And she said, "No, it just felt like." really tedious like it was a lot of busy work like I wasn't you know playing the game I was just doing a series of chores and I'm like oh I loved Sardew Valley like I guess that you know like I have a higher tolerance for that than than she does um and I think playing this game I have discovered that that tolerance is a spectrum and I am somewhere on that spectrum between 24 killers and Stardew Valley <laughs> Because okay. I I did not connect with this game. It felt to me like a lot of like tedious doing chores and busy work. Yeah, uh, which is is totally fine. Like I'm sure there are like people for whom like who are further on the spectrum than me. Like for whom this is exactly their jam. Um, and Carl, I know you already mentioned that you like really enjoyed it. So like, yeah, I don't want to uh, you know. But I do understand what you're coming yeah. from. And I think what I really enjoyed about it was the atmosphere more than anything. <laughs> it is really freaking weird, for sure. Yeah, I I think, and that's like kind of a common thing with like the games that this is sort of modeled after, is like, because we, we briefly talked about Tulip last time when we were introing this. Tulip is like by all accounts just not an and i've i've played it i can corroborate this like it's not a fun game to play it's just a series of like really fucking weird puzzles the whole thing is just the vibe and moon which is like a lot more popular is is similar it's it's so much of it is just like what is the vibe of this game um and that's that's the hard thing to convey i think about this kind of game um, especially to like someone like you who hasn't played yeah, played the genre of before. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 hard to convey if you don't kind of already know what you're getting into. Uh, so yeah, that's I get it. <laughs> it's it is it's definitely in line with that in that it's maybe not the most fun game and it, and you are kind of in it for the vibe. So yeah, I get it. Uh, 
that said, it, some parts did frustrate me being just incredibly slow. Yeah. It's well, the thing is like it's in a in some ways it is an adventure game, right? And so <laughs> yeah. you can't proceed until you have like the next MacGuffin to rub against the next lock, right? Like it's uh, you know, there's a lot of well, in order to do anything that's not like daily routine tasks, you need to like collect 3000 of a currency. <laughs> it's like, um okay. And I mean, yeah. you know, you get you get things that help you collect that currency faster over time. But still, like, um, I there were times when I'm like, you, I'm sorry, you want me to do what now? Yeah, and that's that's the other part of it. Um, where every every time you finish, not finish the game, um, every time you uh, meet the husband band, which is like the next to last thing you can do before you actually finish the game. You get like a little, like blessing is what they call them in the games. It's just like a, an extra little feature that you can activate on your next playthrough, and you can activate, I think, all of them at once, like as many as you want at once. And every single one you get makes the game a little bit easier and a little bit faster to play through the next time. So I think the whole point is to just like play it a bunch of times. Yeah, so that that's a thing I it's did it's not understand. Weird, it's so, like the game choice. expects you to play the game like like 24 times or something like how many save files are there i think it is 24 um i, I assume that's where the title 24 killers comes from probably yeah but it's i i did at one point watch a, a little bit of video footage of someone who like clearly has played through it a ton of times mm -hmm. and it's it's wild just all the shit that's going on like the the puzzle you remember in the puzzle dungeon there's like that claw hand that picks you up and mm -hmm. moves you out of the puzzle that you're currently in so you can unlock that as like a way to sequence break the game as Weird. on a subsequent playthrough um i don't know how much it lets you sequence break but it does let you like skip the entirety of a puzzle in the puzzle dungeon and like you can use it to move around like the overworld map so yeah i i would be interested to maybe like pick this up and play it occasionally just to like see how much the extra stuff you get like breaks the game um, yeah there's a um like there is an achievement for beating the game in like less than a certain number of in-game days so like mm -hmm. it, it clearly was made with the idea in mind that you could speed run it um but i don't know like when it, when it got to the end and it was like hey do you want to do the identical thing again i'm like wh why why would i <laughs> like that seems like a a very weird thing of, to ask of me. Yeah, wow. I um, I did play it twice. I don't. I I mean, I played it twice. Um, I'll put it down for a while before I think about playing it again. But you know, <laughs> yeah, and it's fine. Like if it, I guess if it is something that you like really connect with, maybe you just you want more of those chill vibes, and like that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, this game is incredibly poorly named. Like, Twenty Four Killers is not like. Is is does not describe the vibe in any way, and it's it's very unclear even after playing it what that even refers to. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm ass I'm assuming there's a reason for that choice. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sure there must <laughs> yeah. be right. Like, you don't make a choice like that without reason. But yeah, yeah, big mystery, big, big question mark there. Um, 
But yeah, it's so let's talk about the vibe and what the vibe is, because this is also going to be incredibly difficult to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, um. It's it's like it's almost like a like visually halfway between like a claymation game and uh, like Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, the um, let me. Uh, I'm trying to remember what which one it was. Hang on, I gotta look something up real quick. Uh, okay, so it the um the environments especially reminded me of. Uh, did anyone play the first Digimon World game? No, I did not. It's it's like a it's basically like a raising sim, like. RPG adventure game. Like, all of the Digimon World games, as far as I know, are completely different. They're just numerically named for some reason, even though I don't think they're, like, sequels of each other mm-hmm. or yeah. in any way related. Um, the I've Digimon only the series first one. is a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to, like, kind of jump back into it. Because um, I remember playing the first one when I was a kid and, like, not understanding what I was doing at all. But I had a pretty good time just, like, walking around the world with my Digimon, um, but it, it 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 gave me those sort of vibes for, for it's just like, okay. yeah, you just walk around the world and kind of figure stuff out. Um, it's the, so the premise is that you are like an extra dimensional being uh, that gets trapped in the corpse of a soldier on an island by like a guy who is trying to create a new universe and you can become the fabric of a new universe uh because by virtue of your weird like extra dimensional nature um but in order to do so you have to you have to uh you have uncurse to cure your curse yeah which means like basically like you need therapy, right? Like, you're an angry little ball of rage, and you need to, like, learn to make friends. Yeah, uh, basically. <laughs> in order to, in order to get, have therapy so that you are calm enough that you can be uh, disintegrated to create a new universe. <laughs> Which yeah. seems like a bum deal for your character, honestly. I mean, it, it seems like... I guess you do it voluntarily, so it's like, it's like fine, but I that seemed weird to me. Yeah, it seems like... Uh, so the, the, the being that you actually are is called an echo, which is like a hand ghost with an eye. <laughs> yeah. um, and it seems like, it, they kind of mention it, is that echoes, like, their life cycle is that they like possess corpses in the real world and then they leave and they go into like void space which is just nothing and um and they go crazy from being alone basically yeah they go yeah basically they go crazy from like being alone and not really having a a place where they explicitly belong mm-hmm. so i guess i guess like having a purpose is important to your good. species yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's i'm tr- i'm trying to give um moon moon is the name of the uh the alien that oh. works on creating new worlds and it's like an octopus with a 
big big yes. eye. Your um, name is Home, by the way. <laughs> Speaking mm-hmm. of like this game's weird vibes, the characters' names are Moon and Home. Yeah, Moon and Home, and uh, there's a lot of names. I'm not going to be able to remember them all, but Moon yeah. and Home are two the of the two. main characters. Um, but yeah, I I guess it it seems like Moon is trying to help. Um, yeah, there's like some question as to what their motives are by a lot of people Um, (laughs) yeah but i i mean they seem pretty earnest to me yeah it's difficult to say yeah it's difficult to say because they're a one-eyed squid monster yeah um but yeah so their moon has this island is full of creatures called mons or people Possibly they were people who got, like, uh, horribly mutated in some kind of event. Yeah. What I gathered. That's how I read into it. Yeah. um, And they are. They're trapped in a well. Um, They're they're stuck down in a mine shaft. And you have to, like, turn a crank to get them out. And every time you get a mon out. it it becomes like a quest basically there's a thing that you do to make friends with them and if you can make friends with them then uh you can take their picture and if you take their picture you get a power associated with that mon um there's only like five or six power categories so like if you've get some mons have the same power and you just level up that power further instead of getting a new one mm-hmm. there's um, six Six. Okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember all of them? It's been a little bit since I okay. played. So. So there's speed, which is all cat type mons. There's, yep. I think it's called muscle, or is it like, is it just strength? I don't know. There or strongman. I don't know. There's, there's, there's muscle. Um, there's like parachute. Jumping. Yeah, it's like the, yeah. Is that the parachute one? Um, yeah. This- yeah, so the, the, soldiers, types. the soldiers is, yeah, like, parachute flying. Yeah, like so that, that lets you kind of, like, yeah, basically glide over small gaps. There is garbage, which <laughs> turns you into garbage. I did not um, get that one until much later because it did not occur to me that the trash can had more uses than just filling it with water. That's the one the that vibe, I feel like is the most The vibe most of the of game a... was, was such that I was like, sure, that can be the main use for a trash can, is filling it with water. Like, it didn't occur to me to use a trash can for trash, because this game has so, like, poisoned my brain. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, uh, let's see, was that four? Yeah, there was uh, and then there's a duplication. There's, yeah, the ghost one, which lets you make, like, a little copy of yourself. And oh no, now I can oh there's tree, which lets you like teleport oh, yes, to that's fast, fast travel. little little like plots of earth um throughout the island. So that's the one that lets you fast travel. That's all of them. That's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And there's four mons to correspond to each power. Yep. So every time you like get a new one, your ability levels up. Except some of them, like there's no there's no leveling up as far as I could tell. Like, Gabbage only has one. Like, it's only it's just it's just you turn into Gabbage. Um, yeah. And that's how it's spelled in the game, by the way, Gabbage. G-A-B-B-A-G-E. Yeah, yes. Gabbage. Um 
Yeah, the you can when you when you use the power you turn into the mon you got it from. So it does make it so that when you use the power you can be a different mon. Um Oh yeah, but there's like the secondary like you turn into an actual like bag of trash. Yes. Um and yeah. Uh to like disguise yourself. That's the to that's be fair, the purpose is you use it as a disguise. To be once. fair, I did not use the garbage at all. Um, oh really? Did you, you get can, through you the can maze? Get, yes, the way I okay. got through the maze, I, I I got through the maze in the dark because I didn't realize until after I'd beaten it that you can use the camera flash to light it up. Same. Um, so they don't attack your ghost. So you can use the ghost power oh. to get through them, and then you just when you're when they're you know you wait until they're on a part of their cycle that's far away from where your doppelganger is and then you let go of the power so you basically teleport to where your doppelganger is and then you quickly move forward past their range um so you can just use the ghost power to to get by okay so by the time i got garbage i had literally no use for it left in the game okay i think that's the only use for it um but that's interesting that's a good that's a good like i don't know unintentional uh, way to get around that, but yes, I yeah. also Speedrunners that one of the dark. Do, do not do not do any garbage mons. Yeah. Um it's the for I guess we didn't we should explain. Uh there's a like a little maze that you need to do to get to a plot critical area and it uh it has are they they're mice? They're robot mice? It has little robot mice that are landmines that if they run into you will pretty like clearly like immediately insta kill you you have like two two lives basically in the sense that like when your health or it's it's actually energy because it gets spent as you do stuff during the day it's like stardew valley um you have a limited amount of energy that uh ticks down and if you lose all of it then you go into like an emergency timer mode and you have some amount of time to either eat food or get back to your house and go to bed uh, before you um, you die and you lose half your currency, which is an awful punishment because it's so, like if you don't if you're already feeling like it's slightly tedious to collect currency, it's like congrats if you were like saving up for the thing that costs a thousand currency, you now have lost half of your progress. Um. So I decided not to do the maze until I had nothing that I wanted to buy. That's and I was, fair. like, yeah. down to very low currency, because I'm like, I, this is going to take me some tries to figure out. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... Scum. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. Um, but, yeah, so the, the, the little robot mice, the first blast, will basically just completely run your energy down. And then if you get blasted again while you're in timer mode, you insta-die. So I yeah. died a number of times before I figured out what I was supposed to do. Which actually, I didn't figure out what I was supposed to do. I figured out something else I could do that worked. Yeah, you figured out what you can do. Yeah. That's, that works. That's good enough. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, you are uh, semi-trapped in a corpse by an octopus monster who wants to use you to... Uh, help make more world. Uh, you free the mons, you help the mons, and you basically figure out how to open up new parts of the world. Yeah. And get new abilities so that you can continue to free and help mons. Yes. 
Yeah. That's uh, the basic game loop. There's some other characters I guess we can talk about. There's the um the regular who uh is uh, an old I don't know what their gender is supposed to be. An old person who uh gets thrown off of a cruise ship and washes up on the island. Um they're saved by here's another explanation they get saved by uh whispers whispers are the currency they're just little guys that take various forms uh and you like have to solve puzzles basically to collect them like little mini puzzles Mm -hmm. um so this the the regular is interested in figuring out uh learning more about uh is generous you have to do like a little mechanic yeah like a little action i guess is a better way to put it that's true um, but the the regular is interested in doing research on the whispers because they, you know, they were saved from death by the whispers once, and they're wondering if that can happen again. Uh, as I think Moon says, well, why you're not in any danger? And they're like, look, I'm old. I'm gonna <laughs> die soon. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So as you like collect different types of whispers, they'll basically give you the ability to like spawn those so that you can use those to farm mm-hmm. in a way and they've also got other stuff to sell which i Ooh. don't uh, i don't quite understand the farming i guess you ha- if you can only use them if your multiplier is really high because most of them cost more to use than you get back in whispers yeah that's i mean that's how i used them is i would wait until a blood moon um and i would eat a bunch of um uh, shab star cola or i would cook the shab star cola down into whatever the candy is that you cook them down into and get just like a ridiculous multiplier um and use and use that didn't to let me cook whispers. a shab star cola i feel like i tried to cook one maybe i didn't have with one with me when i was trying all my cooking stuff but maybe. uh yeah it was uh i didn't i didn't don't know maybe i did discover it and i just don't remember a lot of this game is kind of a blur for me because it was just so weird yeah that's fair um yeah the the it turns it into like a little star-shaped sour candy that uh upon eating it you immediately get knocked down to one energy um but you can eat a bunch of them or you can eat a a couple of them and then like eat actual food that will get your energy back up so you have a high high multiplier um that way and then it's even higher because you're on a blood moon that's the strat for uh for farming that's the strat that i used yeah fair um i did i did just wait for blood moons and drink a bunch of shabstar colas and and sometimes you so like there are little bushes and things in the world that you can um go to and like shake them for stuff and sometimes you find like I think my record was like 240 something whispers in one bush. And I'm like, I th- what? Yeah. I think every day what it what it seems like to me is I think every day there's like an interactable thing that you can shake mm-hmm. and it has more whispers than normal. Like mostly usually they'll just have one on a regular day. Mm-hmm. I think there's like usually one bush that has more than that. So when you find that bush and you've got a big multiplier, it's like a ton of whispers. I think I'm not 100% sure that's how it's, you know, yeah, it what's was... happening, but it's always nice to find. So do other people refer to the regular as grandma or am I misremembering something? I think I wouldn't be surprised if that 
came up, because I, I only remember that they're called the regular because I don't even I don't even remember how I remember that, um, honestly. <laughs> um, this is the danger when we take too long to play a game. We're like, it's not fresh in our heads anymore. Yeah, no, I think now that you've said that, I think I think I think someone in the game does call them grandma. Um, I just don't I don't I'm not sure who. Um, so there's so okay so yeah characters there's the regular there's grandma there's um the mole who oh, yeah. is like I guess Moon's kind of assistant um they're the one who when you die out in the field they pick you up and steal half of your um half of your whispers and put you tuck you back into bed yeah. um they you can win your whispers back from them if you are uh, gambling minded. Because they have like a little scratch scratch card that they have Lottery, just yeah. started printing, um, and you can you can win back some of your whispers that way. Like I said, if you're gambling minded, I didn't really interact with that. Yeah, um, no, I I think a much better um, a much better. Uh, although maybe I could have won a lot because my luck was really high. There's a thing you can do um, once you fix a little taxi where there's like a little golf hole somewhere in the world each day. And if you drive the taxi into the golf hole, you get like a lucky, like a luck boosting item that's permanent. It's um, yeah, it's a, it's actually the item is a used scratch off ticket. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's what made me think of it. Um, and so if you, if you do that often enough, uh, like you, you pretty much don't need, to worry about whispers because you can just find a bunch of them in bushes. Yeah. Um, but that's it, also true. It is. Um, you do have to like you know obviously do that for multiple days in a row in order to get, uh, like to get it to be a useful level of luck because they don't they don't increase it by much. Yeah, I I like the luck is just a a number. Um, but they don't tell you like what. <laughs> like how your percentage of actually finding things increases when your luck yeah. increases. So I have no idea what like what the actual multiplier is. It's a mystery. A lot of things in this game are a mystery. Yeah, um, a lot of the mechanics in the game, not just like narrative things, a lot of the mechanical elements of the game are kind of a mystery. Yeah. Um let's Which, see. Like, what... uh, yeah, there's there's also the parents. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who... So we can talk puzzles. We can talk like individual mons if we want to. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess we could, we could talk about Johnny puzzles. I don't think any of us like Johnny puzzles. I mean, uh, I I like him. I just don't like the things he assigns to me. That's fair. Johnny puzzles is a a dog who is uh I don't know. He seems sad, um, and he's obsessed with building puzzles in like an underground dungeon. Um, and he says, the puzzles are my friends. I don't need friends. Um, <laughs> which, you have to do a bunch of puzzles. There's a couple little boss fights. One of them is just him in, like, a trash suit um, made out of old tires and ovens that shoot fire. Yeah. Um, and the other one is, like, a big tire with a lion face that uh, he accidentally... He, he made it and didn't realize that it was sentient uh, until it died. And so then he gives up his puzzle-making puzzle, puzzle -making ways, I guess. Um, because he feels bad, maybe? I don't know. Did we mention this is a weird game? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird game. Um, so that's Johnny Puzzle's whole deal. Yeah. Um, 
there's a, the robot that runs the coffee shop who is sad because the coffee plant has dried up and you have to uh, make the coffee plant grow so that the robot has a sense of purpose and, and can also open the there cafe. Was the, there, also, there was a bird that used mm -hmm. to sting there that's that's one of the mons that's missing. So, yeah, The, the coffee plant has one of my favorite interactions in the game. And that's oh, when you it? give you give it a purpose to count prime numbers. Oh yeah. And it if you keep talking, he keeps counting, and then he counts twenty four, and that's not a prime number, but it's just because he likes that number so much. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I oh. missed that. I guess I didn't talk to him enough. Yeah, and then and then he just starts over from, from, the beginning, I guess. From, yeah, um, from two. Two, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. And then, yeah, and then there's the, um, the parrot, Gunther, who, um, He's one of the Mons. Yes? No, he's not one of the Mons. He, um, he's, he's trapped in the birdhouse that's covered in That's bones. right, that's right. He's, he's a different character. Yeah. Um, I, Wait, I don't is know, he not like, a Mon? He's not a Mon. I mean, he, you, well, you he's, can I guess take he a is a Mon. Him, though. Yeah. Oh no. Or can you? I don't think you can. But, I don't think he has an ability. No. He associated. he he helps you do lock picking, which is not a power. It's just a thing he helps you. He with. just helps you pick a lock once. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but he has been transformed. I get. Yeah, I guess that's true. He he is a mon, but he's not one of the mons that you like rescue from that the, that like counts towards your mon total. Like I guess. Um. Yeah. That that's fair. That's true. Um. Also. So, yeah. So, side note, um, once you have freedom on, um, <clears throat> there's, like, an optional system in the game whereby you can decorate your house. You can, like, buy decorations for your, like, shitty little cabin that you're staying mm -hmm. in. Um, and as you install decorations, sometimes mons will, like, want to come and hang out and, like, just shoot the shit and, like, talk about the thing that you recently installed. Yeah. Um, and... The, uh, so when you do that, you can get, like, an extra bonus level of friendship with that mon. Um, I think they just, they just give you a shout-out, which, like, increases your collection rate for Whispers. Um, mm -hmm. but, excuse me, uh, you can't get full friendship level with all the mons. Because the ghosts leave immediately, so they're not available. And then the soldiers, like, at the end of the game, just disappear somewhere it's really unclear if they all died question mark i think that someone says that they're fine but I, you don't see them anywhere you can't find them again i think um, i saw this in the um in the like steam discussions yeah and was, they were saying like oh we've gotten a lot of requests that to make it so that you can befriend all the mons, like, you know, we're considering doing that. I'm like, it's weird to me that it didn't occur to you that people would want to befriend all the mons. Like, the main the main point of this game is making friends with people. Why didn't you think that people would want to, like, make friends with everyone? I mean, I guess you're befriending them by default by helping them, and this is just, like, extra friendship. Yeah. But I get but, it. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. It's like, the main thrust of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be interested to see if that comes up in a patch later. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So what else? 
Am I missing any? I guess, oh, I guess there's Martin, who um, is has locked himself inside of a temple um, to study the temple. He's, like, really obsessed with this door. He's trying to figure out how to open it. Um, that's a, a big, important plot point. Spoiler alert! Uh, Martin is actually uh, the, the husband man, which is, like, another sort of cosmic being uh, that helps with world creation. Somehow, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, which I thought was implied by the opening cutscene. So when you told me about this, I'm surprised it was treated as a reveal. Because there's an extra thing you have to do to get this scene. So I, I missed, I happened to miss it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's odd to me. Um, but sure, like, that's fine. Yeah, I guess the thing is that, like, we, the players, it's pretty obvious, like, from an outside perspective, but, like, he didn't know he was the husband man. And I guess Moon also, or not Moon, Home didn't know. Um, yeah. Moon never really says anything about it, but. <laughs> no, Moon is very well, mysterious. Yeah, Moon is I feel like Moon, Moon probably knew the whole Moon... time. It seems like Moon is the sort who knows the whole time. Yeah, Moon was definitely, like, helping Martin with his research uh, by delivering tins of sardines so that he could survive. Um, in the temple without any other access to food. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess the other character, there's the big and Zuko. Like, uh, the, the, um, also, uh, Moon is like very worshipful of the husband man, it feels like. So I feel like Moon would know, but I, hard yeah, to say. I, I think Moon and Moon, spoiler again, also has a sister who, who died, and you meet her as one of the, the ghost. ghost mons. Um, I think Moon and, like, all the other people of her species, I think Moon is female because they refer to, I think, I think they're all, like, sisters, um, maybe. Okay. I think, I think Nyx refers to Moon as her sister as well, so who knows. But I think they're, like, supposed to be, like, the daughters of the husband man, and then I don't know who mom is. Maybe there's no mom. Maybe there's... Maybe it's like a weird reverse immaculate conception thing going on here. Who knows? Uh, it's some... a strange game, like we yeah. said. Again, yeah, it's a weird game. So yeah, I think I think that's maybe what what the implication is is yeah. that is that the moon and the uh, octopus things are like the daughters. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm guessing. We're all guessing. yeah yeah um there's like i guess we can talk about like the mini games that you use to befriend all the all the various um mons because they're they're they're, each category of mon power you do the same type of mini game it just gets harder and harder um and i mostly just want to talk about that like infuriating uh like squats game oh yeah (laughs) and i mean it's i don't think it's a poorly designed game or anything i think it's actually like quite well done um but like it's it was hard i had to play it a lot (laughs) to uh to really get um yeah the last couple the the last two yeah um are definitely definitely not easy I was like just getting the hang of it when they changed how it works, and I'm like, wait, no, I was, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So the the strong mons, there's a a, a video game like arcade cabinet that, uh, Johnny puzzles, 
and the game designer person. Uh, yeah. One of the mons is sort of the game designer stand-in. Yeah. Um, like, built, I think, I don't know if they built it together or if Johnny Puzzles, like, stole the design and built it on his own. I'm not 100% sure. Clear on that. Um, but yeah, it's basically a game that has, like, a little, like, sliding bar and you try to keep your pointer lined up like with... The, it's a lot like the fishing minigame from, uh... Stardew Valley. From Stardew, yeah. Stardew, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but with, like, slightly, um... Like in Stardew, you like you just have to like keep a thing in, um, like consecutively for a certain amount of time. Whereas this one, it's like if you're doing it at the wrong time, you get punished. It's basically it's like you have to beat uh, another person who's trying to do the same thing as you, and it gets more and more complicated. And you can, like, put up a shield to stop from getting bonked. I found that, like, I didn't really even bother trying to keep it close to the to the right spot. I focused entirely on keeping my shields up. Yeah. And that that's how I ended up, like, just, just keep it in the shield zone and you're pretty much safe. That was my strategy. And it eventually worked. I don't know if that's because I, that was a good strategy or just because I got better at doing it. Or maybe I just got lucky. Um... <laughs> but yeah so yeah basically every time you free um, a muscle mon you beat them at the game and they get mad and they throw it to another part of the island where the next muscle mon that you free um, will go play a, a slightly more difficult version of the game against you mm -hmm. yep so yeah fun little mini game um, the cat one the you have to like uh, race through a bunch of hoops with a character when your character is like somewhat difficult to control. Yeah, um, and if you don't like make it through a hoop in time, you it it gives you like a sprint ability. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't make it through a hoop in time, then you lose your sprint. Um, oh gosh, Garth, stop attacking the blinds! I'm all over the the cats are just ruining the podcast for me today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the that's the cat ability, I guess, is that it makes you go fast. Is, is ruin the podcast, and it ruin um, the podcast. The uh, the the soldier one is pretty easy, um, and it uses the strongman mon power, where you just have to like stack boxes, basically. Yeah, the only difficult one is the one that requires the crowbar, um, because then you have to figure out how to get the crowbar. And crowbar the, is... the, the like the most complained about thing on their forums apparently uh and the thing is like i also got stuck at the crowbar but at a, ve a completely different part than ever anyone else so all the like advice of like what to do did not apply to me um because hmm. everybody's like oh if you're stuck ju you just have to do the taxi part next like that'll you know like that's where you need to continue and i'm like i did the taxi part like 40 minutes ago like what are you talking about yeah the taxi part is like not like the thing you actually have to do is figure out how to open up the uh the cafe like you have to figure out how to get that coffee plant growing again yeah and you have to save gunther i think i think you have to do both before well you have to you have to get to um oh and you have to get the, the... zuko don't you yeah, you have to get to the giant Zuko, because the giant Zuko sells you the thing that lets you get 
uh, or like doesn't sell you. Uh, they have a thing where like, yes, they sell you fish food, and if you put fish food, no, the cafe sells you fish food, and the, if you the, put the fish giant food... Zuko actually like says, oh yeah, my my little friends will help you. Yeah, so I and think if you, you need put, both. If you put the fish food, yeah, if you put the fish food in the fishbowl, then the Zukos come and they get the item out of the fishbowl and they put it in the Zuko's store, so that you can buy it. Um, also, you you need to go to the Zuko to be able to open the store because yeah. you need an item for Gunther. Oh right, yeah. Okay, so like, yeah, there's a lot of things you have to do, and my my main hangup was, um, I tried to use the parachute technique to get into this like to get to the end of this this little swamp area that you're supposed to do um like five or six times and i kept failing and i'm like oh i guess i'm not supposed to do this until i upgrade the parachute power um because clearly you know like i need a better maybe it'll give me like more range or more maneuverability or something no as far as i can tell the parachute power never actually upgrades um, it's the same the entire time. Yeah, I uh, think so. Even though that's one that you absolutely could upgrade. So mm -hmm. I don't know why, but... Uh... Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, is the cat one the only one that upgrades are actually meaningful for? Um, Gar the, plant, the plant one's kind the of there because one. they let yeah, you... like they, they unlock different fast travel locations, which is a weird way of doing fast travel. But sure. Um, yeah, and then I think the I think the the strong muscle one, one does, but not in a way that's super important. Um, I think there are some there. Well, I guess it does because at first you can't lift up the big um, the big like concrete barriers until you get the second one. And I think by the time you get the fourth one, I I did this by accident once, and I think it's because I had fully leveled up muscle. Um, it lets you, like, pick up mons and shake them down for whispers, <laughs> um, which I only did once by mistake, um, and I didn't do it again because I was like, oh, that's not nice. I'm not going to make friends at this rate. Yeah. Um, but I, th I think that might be what happens when you get full, full muscle. Um, I'm not 100% certain on that, um, but that's a thing that I did once. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so my big issue with the crowbar... Mm -hmm. Is that you can get to it and watch it way too early. Yeah, that's that's pretty it's, much what it it's is. It's one of the first things you encounter. Yeah. Yeah. And you can interact with the fishbowl, right? Like you can um pick it up and throw it with the mon power and it gives you like weird little dev commentary when you do that. Yes. Yeah, it gives you um like like dark dev confessions where he talks about how when I was a kid, I used to put the net into my fishbowl and swirl it around to make a vortex for fun, and I didn't like think about how how much that must have stressed out my fish. fish which is yeah, really funny. Um, yeah, I I think about that sometimes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 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 you can interact with it, but it's like how how do I get it out of the fucking fishbowl? Yeah, like um, what? Yeah, and so I think... it, like that's just kind of a, a, I think a little bit of a design slip up there, but it's you know yeah, it's fine. I, I think the other thing that maybe trips people up, that tripped me up, is that like that's pretty early on in the game, and until that point, it's like the the loop is pretty straightforward. It's you know you can free them on from the the 
uh, underground bunker, and then you can immediately help that mon, and then you repeat the process. And this is the first yeah. time where it's like, actually, you can't. You gotta go, like, figure shit out in the world. Yeah. They don't really tell you that, um, and it's a lot more involved <laughs> than you think it's gonna be. Like, yeah. that, you just don't progress through getting more mons out for, like, I don't know, upwards of an hour probably at that point. Yeah, it's um, a lot of stuff to do before you're at a yeah. at a yeah, position cause... where you can do anything about it. Yeah. So it um yeah, maybe could have used a little bit more guidance um in that in that instance in particular. But other than that, I think I think they mostly did a pretty decent job of like saying you know, get hinting well enough as like this like is what you need to do next. Yeah, I didn't get stuck a ton. I would say um, mostly when I felt like my my progress uh, died, it was because I needed to do the like pick things up, like pick up whispers task for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like, well, I guess I'm just gonna spend like four in game days doing this. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and sometimes you get a blood moon, which happens during the day. And is uh, which is when the moon smokes a cigarette. In case you're unfamiliar with how blood moons work, yes. Um, the uh, it happens during the day, and it's not a bad thing. It just means that like your whispers are doubled. Yeah, it's your your multiplier is doubled, I think, and then you can, like, you know, it it, it compounds if you eat more stuff to increase your multiplier. That's when you that's when you farm. Uh, the music gets really loud. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. And eerie. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good, good song. I think I like that one. Um, yeah, the music, the the music and and music was like fine for what the game was. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say the music is good, but there's like one track. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Although, I or at guess, least one track in the main overworld. I think, yeah, yeah, I think once you have Gunther and the cafe is open, you can go to him and change the music, but you you would have to do that every time you want to change the music. Yeah. Um, and he's got a lot of songs. Like, more than you would expect, I feel like. Well, yeah, I thought he only had, like, four, but maybe there's, like, more to unlock that I just I didn't. Thought, oh, okay, maybe maybe he doesn't have as many songs as I thought, but I, I don't know. It seemed like, oh, well, where are all these songs? Like why? What? Why don't we just play these? Um, like one know. of them is like the moles theme and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, it's it's just I'm, a weird game, guys. Yeah. Like I, I, we like you can describe all the components, but it's very hard to describe the experience of playing this game. Yeah. Um. I mean, other than it's it's kind of cozy and but very repetitive so you need a high tolerance for that kind of repetitive gameplay mm -hmm. but it's not super long yeah for just a single playthrough so there's that you, it's got that going for it i think if if just you've got 24 the tolerance, playthroughs. yeah just do 24 yeah. playthroughs everyone will get shorter i promise uh, <laughs> that's probably true yeah i mean i i think i think i mean the second time i played through it, it i did it in like not a single sitting, but in a single day, um, a couple sessions. I wish I wish I could see, and maybe you can in the in the file select screen. Wish I could see exactly how long each one took. Um, oh yeah, that would who be cares? Nice. Right now, I don't care right now. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Uh, so, I guess like, we could talk about like the the ending, which is um, after sure. you <laughs> after you rescue all the mons. So the thing with the soldier mons is that every time you bring up a soldier mon, there is um, an, an airdrop. Um, the army, for some clerical error, is still delivering supplies to this island, despite the fact that the army has left the island uh, a long, long time ago. Um, but with after the last, um, I guess after the last Mon you rescue, you get a, a mysterious other supply drop, and they're like, huh, that's weird, there's not supposed to be a supply drop. I wonder what this um, beeping, glowing red light box is for. Uh, oh well, well, let's send it back down. Um, they send it down, and it explodes and creates a huge crater. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm trying to remember exactly what the sequence is, but at that point, um, oh, I guess, bef I guess you can start collecting echoes before that, huh? Can yeah, you? I think that's just the end of collecting the mons. That's just the end of the mons quest. And you yeah. can start collecting okay. echoes as soon as you revive the PC in the maze. Gotcha. Okay, so that is just, that's, never mind then. That's not actually the end of the story. I mean, it's <laughs> the end of that part of the story, right? Yeah. Like the story part that's, uh, that's about um, making Getting friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so af I guess the, the way you like end your playthrough is um, you have to activate the underground computer three times. Each time it costs a thousand, or a thousand whispers, which takes some time to farm. Like, like you said, definitely a little bit tedious, even if you're, like, maxing out your multiplier like crazy. But yeah. yes, I get it. <laughs> and uh, every time you activate it, it summons an echo, which is what you are. It summons an echo to possess a mon, and the mon goes to, like, the site on the beach where you were buried, um, and... You basically have to slap the shit out of the mon to get the echo <laughs> to leave. Um, and then the echo becomes a seed, and you plant the seed, which I think is... I don't know. Like, they, they make this whole big rigmarole, rigmarole about, like, you gotta, you gotta cure your curse. But, like... You don't cure the curses of them. Yeah, or is that, like, is that part of curing the curse? Is like, oh, well, we put it in the soil. I don't know. The soil was blessed by the husband man. Ah. Um, so you, you, you plant them in the soil, you grow the echo, and then you pick up the echo, it, like, is an inventory item, and you put it in a depository thing that Moon built, and once you've got three of them, Moon's like, oh, okay, well, there's room for one more, and it's, it's you, baby! <laughs> and yeah. so you go in, and all of the mons that you rescued are, like, they gather around, Come and they're like, say oh, oh, we're gonna miss you, but... Good luck on your becoming a new part of the world, I guess. Um, could you could you technically do that ending without saving all the mons? I'm not sure because I saved all the mons anyway. I guess theoretically you could, right? Or do you need? I don't know. I'm trying to like puzzle through the sequence of things, just figure it out it's in my this... head. Does does Moon like give you something when you're done saving all the mons that lets you? I think I think you have to because I think once you save all the mons, your curse is cured. Oh yeah, I think yeah. You until have then, to do that. Yeah, Moon you... won't let you go in until yeah. your, your curse is cured. Okay, yeah, so. so yes, so you do have to save all the mons. Um, all the mons gather around, and then you go in the thing, and and you 
create a new universe. It lets you, like, it gives you a grid of possible save files. Um, and each one, every save file has, like, a blessing that you can earn in that save file, which is, once you earn it, it applies to future playthroughs. So it lets you get a view of all of the blessings that you could potentially earn and pick which ones you want to make available for the future. Yeah. And that's so, yeah. That's, you basically yeah. decide which save file you're going to unlock for your next playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, is what it comes down to. Which, like, sure, it's fine if you plan to do multiple playthroughs. Yeah. And if you don't, eh. I so. mean, if you don't, I guess you beat the game, so it doesn't really matter what your yeah. reward is. As I say, like, it feels weird to me that like your reward is you destroy yourself. Like, that, in as much as the game has any themes, that doesn't really feel like it fits the themes, but I don't know if the ga- I can really say in good conscience that the game does have themes, so. I don't, I mean, it doesn't feel like you're destroying yourself. It feels like, um, like, throughout the game, home seems pretty upset that they have to be in a body. Yeah. It it does seem like less like a destructive thing and more like a okay you're gonna go on to fulfill your purpose I think that's yeah. like what I feel like I'm not sure though that's <laughs> like my my interpretation of yeah that it's it's whole kind character. of open open ended which you you know as I say your character goes willingly so it's not like you're forced to do this yeah um, although they they do seem kind of grumpy and reluctant at parts which mm-hmm. i think maybe is just like personality i don't yeah know. i was gonna say that's just to imply like they they say that like your your curse is becoming cured right by the fact that you're like meeting people and touching their lives and whatnot but like the writing doesn't really support that hugely like you're very grumpy in the very beginning for like the first couple days and then you kind of just stop being grumpy yeah, I noticed that as well. And it doesn't feel like there's any either like moment of learning or really like gradual learning where you can like see your character improving because of the people they met or anything like that. It's just sort of like, well, you're done now. I guess you've become a good person. Yeah, I I feel like that's like insofar as <laughs> like this is a a game with a narrative that uh, can be analyzed and criticized. I think that's probably my biggest criticism is that, like, there's not a lot of characterization. Like, there's so many characters, and there's not really any characterization of most or all of them. Like, I yeah. I feel like out of all of them, like Johnny Puzzles is the only one who really experiences any growth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Johnny Puzzles and maybe Gunther. Gunther is very distrustful of Moon. Um, but then you kind of have a heart-to-heart with him. And he's like, okay, maybe Moon's not that bad. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Johnny Puzzles has, like, the whole existential crisis of, like, I created life only to see it destroyed. What have I yeah. done? <laughs> you, if you talk to him afterwards, you're like, do you think that that robot felt pain when it died? And he's like, oh, yeah. oh I know it did. <laughs> You're like, uh, okay. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I, I, could see, I could see the fear in its eyes that it definitely felt pain. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like there just, just could have been more, more writing associated with the characters. 
Um, especially towards the end with the Mons, it's like, okay, here's another one. Here's another one for you to do. Okay. Yep. Um, maybe fewer Mons. Yeah. Maybe fewer, just like fewer Mons, more character writing. Yeah, maybe just like two Mons per power. Um, make it. Twelve. Since they mostly killers. don't have, yeah. Since they mostly don't have, was it twenty four Mons that you save? Mm-hmm. Oh. There's... There's six powers uh, and there's four power, four mons per yeah, ability. Okay. They they're we not killers it. though. What yeah, that's, why? that's what like what I was thinking initially was that the mons were all soldiers who had been mutated, but there's there's enough text in the game that says like no, the soldiers mostly left. So the mons were not soldiers, most of them. Yeah, some well, of them I don't think... And you know which ones they specifically were, because they're like the soldier mons. Well, but they're not even soldier mons. They're just wearing the uniform so that they can continue to collect supply, supply drops. drops. The only one that actually is a soldier is the one that is the ghost of your body. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I don't... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's 24 save files and there's 24 mons. Um... Maybe one of those has something to do with the title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the there's something else I was gonna say though about uh, the the writing and like the the number of mons. Um, I don't know. I'm glad that like someone's because this game is basically made by one person <laughs> based on the credits. Mm -hmm. Um, like there's a few like tasks that were done by other people but it's it seems like it's basically one person's baby and like i'm glad that we live in a world now where like a single artist can get their like weird avant-garde vision and just like do whatever the fuck they want with it you know what i mean yeah and i mean they kickstarted this so they it's it's good that like someone with a very weird and specific vision can like have enough of an audience to like raise the money to make this happen. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so much despair uh, about, you know, making things and creating art um, that it's, it's nice to see a success story like this. Yeah, for sure. To me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially with something just so, so niche. <laughs> yeah. Um, so incredibly niche. Yeah, but there it is. I'm I I enjoyed it, um, and I'm. It goes without saying to say that I'm glad that it exists. So yeah, and if yeah. if you you know if you're someone for whom like Stardew Valley was an incredibly zen experience, and you just like you really like games where you just do little tasks, like you're somewhere on that spectrum. <laughs> maybe you have more tolerance than I do, and like maybe you will like it. I think it's a it's a game that's very likable for a certain type of person. Mm -hmm. Kyla, I still think you should play Chibi Robo because I, Chibi Robo oh, is okay. Weird, in a super weird coincidence, we I had never heard of Chibi Robo until you mentioned it like last time we recorded, and then like the next day I discovered that one of my favorite Let's Players had done a one-off episode on Chibi Robo. Um, so I watched. Yeah. So I've yeah. seen, like, the beginning of it, and I'm like, okay. Like, I see, it's cute, you're like a little robot who's taking care of the house and, like, you know, making making friends with people, and, like, I, I get it. Cute. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I would want to play it, necessarily, but, uh, like, I see 
I see the appeal of it for sure. Ah, oh, man, I love Chibi Robo. Chibi Robo is like a top five <laughs> game for me. Um, and we're never getting another Chibi Robo game, probably. That was kind of what he said. He's like, why has this game not been rebooted? This feels like prime reboot oh, material. So, so the reason is there was Chibi Robo on the GameCube, which is the one that he probably played, which is a good one. There were two on the DS. There was one that was not so good. I played a good chunk of it. I still enjoyed it. Um, there was one that never... The, the one that is the direct sequel to the GameCube one never got released in the States. There's a fan patch. There's a fan translation patch now. So you can play it if you've got the ability to play DS games, which, I mean, that's not super hard to get emulating anymore, and even to play it on hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, then on the 3DS, there were two very bad games. There was, like, a game that uses the 3DS camera and... Basically, that's it. That's the the only thing, is that you have to go around, like, your house taking pictures of things that are specific shapes. And it, the mm. 3DS camera didn't work good. Um, <laughs> and the game was bad. And then the very last game that came out for Chibi-Robo, which, uh, let me, um, let me find out when it was, uh, was... Was... Well, I mean, there's plenty of 2015. properties... Um, 2015, more recent than I was thinking. It was a platformer. Okay. It was very bad. Nobody liked it. That's not what we want from Chibi Robo. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it seems like there is a a market for like even if a franchise has been driven into the ground, there is a market for like rebooting from the start if the start was popular enough. Maybe it's just that like the original Chibi Robo was not like was too niche. Was yeah, not popular. Here, here's the popular other thing though. Overall. Um, the, the, the studio that made Chibi-Robo all the Chibi-Robo games has not made a game since Chibi-Robo Ziplash. So yeah. I don't know if they're still around anymore. Um, yeah, that's which fair. Is, which is probably the biggest reason why we're not going to get one. Um, Do they, did love... they own the IP or is the IP owned like by some publisher? I, I mean, I think I think it's owned by Nintendo. Like, I think the Chibi-Robo name is owned by Nintendo. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if um, I think Nintendo is risk averse enough that they're not going to do it unless there's like a huge public outcry, which <laughs> there won't. There won't be. Yeah, people do not know the game well enough for that to happen. There, look, there's dozens of us. All, all it needs is like for a really popular online streamer to fall in love with it and like spread the gospel. Um, I mean, I know, I know, Germa played all of chibi robo at one point um and he like it it's expensive to get a copy of chibi robo like on disc for the gamecube and Mm -hmm. at one point he was very very adamant and maybe he still is i don't know about only playing games on original hardware so boy Mm -hmm. howdy he did it um i don't i can't think of anyone else big who would have played but then again i'm not super into like streamers streamers. um yeah it's just God. I, oh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I. That's I guess been my I need... Kirby rant, or not I my guess... Kirby rant, my Chibi Robo rant. Yeah, I guess I need um, my like games where I do tasks to have some like crafting type element, something where I'm building towards a, 
you know, like I'm making a, I'm designing my farm or I'm like designing my house and where I'm going to put all my stuff. Cause like you, you have a house in 24 killers, but you don't get to control where you put anything or what you put in it. Really. You just yeah. like fill it out incrementally. Um, and I, I don't know. I really like the, the ability to like customize. So yeah. maybe that is like a necessary component for me. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I think, I think the like the big magic potion with Chibi Robo for me is like weird characters that you help, and I'm I'm like definitely a sucker for the um you're a, a small a small thing in like a normal yeah, environment. So so <laughs> yeah. so the yeah like the normal environment, but it's just big. Um, yeah, grounded really clicked for me once I got into it. So I, I <laughs> Did guess you ever that's... end up finishing that? By the way, ah. Uh... Gosh, I think I got like right up to the end and then didn't didn't finish it. But I had a lot of fun just running around. Um, I guess I guess it's because I watched Honey I Shrunk the Kids like a lot when I was little. (laughs) It was a formative movie for you. It really was. It really was. Um, Yeah, I have derailed us. Um, No, it's fine. I think we're pretty much done talking about Twenty Four Killers. Yeah, no, I I think we are too. Um, Yeah, that was the game. I enjoyed it. Carl, you enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Kyla has well-reasoned opinions um, about... Like, I didn't have, like... Yeah. I didn't have, like, a really bad time with it. Like, there are games we've played that I've found, like, immensely frustrating. And -hmm. there were times when I was annoyed with this game, but overall I wouldn't say I was, like, you know, hated the game or anything. But I, like, I would not recommend it to friends. (laughs) is, Is where I ended up with it yeah um, that's fair so it's it's not your bag and that's yeah it's not your bag but you you could you could still like talk about it objectively yeah. and, that's, I, and i still that's like fine. i still respect and see how it could be somebody else's bag and that's mm-hmm. fine yeah this is this is we're we're getting into very specific territory with a game <laughs> yeah. like this so it's uh it is certainly like it is doing its thing very hard so yeah. That's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, um, and yeah. I, you know, I respect I respect that as a design philosophy. So, yep. yeah. So there it is. There's 24 killers. Um, I guess before we go, favorite mon. Does anybody have a favorite mon? It's probably going to be one of the cats. I liked a lot of the cats. I like the, yeah. the the first cat, the like two headed black cat a lot and i also really like um the like priest cat at the end mm-hmm. yeah and the um the the third cat that just makes like a a screaming animation whenever it runs and then the second cat will will just round it out the second cat is just a big floating head yeah so yeah the cats are the cats are all pretty good there's like a weird little subplot with the cats where every every time a cat comes up it's like I have government government secrets that I'll I'll share with you if uh, if I get approval from the rest of the cats. <laughs> the cats yeah. are just like trading government secrets that they found in the bunker. Yeah. I don't know. The cats They're are a cabal of some description. Yeah. I I wish that the the garbage mons had got more time, but their their whole deal is that they get stuffed in a garbage can, um, and you 
Oh yeah, we, did, we didn't finish talking about all. all the mini games. We talked about the cat one and the strongman one, oh, yeah. uh, and the and the soldier one. The garbage one is there's a ghost that puts them in trash bags, and you have to go rescue them by. You have a sentient trash can, or I guess like a a dog dog level sentient trash can that follows you around, and so you have to put the garbage mons in the trash can and take them to the dumpster, and then. And like, that's never were... resolved. Like, there's a ghost running yeah. around that's putting Mons in trash cans, and the ghost is, like, maybe, like, a Jerry Lewis ghost, because every time it puts a Mon in the trash can, it says, Hey, lady! Which is weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, and then that's just never resolved. You just save all the Mons, and that yep. ghost is still out there somewhere. Um, yep. Weird and game. then And then the, uh, the... The the plant ones you have to grow. You have to actually like plant them like a seed mm -hmm. um, and grow them, which is fine. Uh, and the the ghost bonds you have the to ghost take one them. is the weirdest one. You have to put them in the tiny taxi, and then you've got to drive around the island like running through rings. Like they're like, oh, I just I want to see the island to relive my memories. Or one of them is trying to like find all the treasure that they that they stashed throughout the island before <laughs> they go to the afterlife. Um, and then you take them to the grave, and then they are, their spirit is freed. Um, yep. But not before you take a photo of them. Is that yeah. all of them? Yeah, I think that's... I think that's all of them. I think, I think we discussed all, but... them all. But yeah, no, I, I realized I'd missed the taxi one, which is another, like, damn, this is a weird game moment. <laughs> where it's like... And it's not just a regular taxi. It's a taxi that got shrunk to a tiny taxi, but still has the mass of the original taxi, so it's an incredibly dense, tiny taxi. <laughs> Yep. Um, Which only makes sense. It's only... It only it's, is heavy. It's only to relevant make for... one puzzle make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a one for sure. Anyway, yeah, that was the lightning round. Um, but otherwise, right, we're done talking about the game? Do we yeah, have more to I say? mean, I, it suffers a little bit from some traditional uh, um adventure game i didn't know that screen was there problems mm -hmm. that's um, fair. like yeah but like as we said for the most part i think it's it's fairly comprehensible so i won't spend a lot of time on that um fair. yeah that's yeah. 24 killers that's 24 killers uh play it if if yeah if this like sounded it. if this sounded intriguing to you check it out it yeah, certainly you... is a thing <laughs> If you played Tulip and you just want something that's a little more playable, I think this would be a good <laughs> a good pick for you. Um, yeah. Okay. What's next? Yeah. Who's, who's introing? Carl. Carl. Next, we're going to be playing Shadows Over Loathing, which is the follow-up to nice. West of Loathing, but instead of a Western setting, it's set in a noiry Lovecraftian thingy. I don't really know. Yeah, I am so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for this one, too. We've been talking... Here's some behind-the-scenes. We've been talking about playing this one for months, and we've it's just never been, like, good timing, because it is going to be a longer game. Yeah, we're probably going to have to do three weeks on this one. Like, if a miracle happens, we might record in two weeks, but, like, expect this to probably take at least three, if not more. Yeah. But 
yeah, I think we've we've all been waiting for the stars to align so we can yeah. play this game. And by God, we're gonna play it. Yeah, because um, we loved the we loved West of Loathing on this podcast. I think we all enjoyed the heck out of that. Absolutely. Yeah, Look, and if, it looks to be very similar. Yeah. If there's three classes in this game, like there were three classes in West of Loathing, I know last time we accidentally uh, <laughs> each of us picked a different class. Do we want to maybe huddle and coordinate? <laughs> and coordinate. Um, I, that might be worth doing. So anyway, I I can do a bit of a spoiler. Okay. There is three classes. Oh, do, we're do you know what they pick. are? No, no, no. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it off stream. Yeah. <laughs> or okay. Off, off recording. Off but recording. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna okay. look. This is the most preparation I think we've ever done for an episode. We're we're <laughs> we're preparing, discussing one thing game. ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. We're we're not just playing the game, but we are preparing to play the game. So, yeah. um, look forward to that. Like like Kyla said, probably in three weeks. Um, yeah. But that's it for now. Plugs. Hello. I'm Kelso. You can find me on Twitter. I guess. Uh, also time bomb. Um, maybe I'll tweet pictures of waffles that I've made. Maybe, probably not. Or take a picture of the tiny, tiny baby kitten. I might, I might do that. I'm afraid to go back in there. I don't want to like. Yeah, don't disturb them. As I don't want to, like, I don't want to scare Mama off. If there's like I... a window, you can take a picture through or something. There's not. Maybe I'll just like stand in the doorway and try to zoom in. But <laughs> I, th- yeah. So that yeah, maybe maybe there will be kitten pictures. Uh, you can find the podcast also on Twitter at Feedback Force. Um, there will be a link to the Discord somewhere in in that that timeline. I I'll try to remember to post it today, but you know sometimes I don't. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I'm Kyla. I have a Twitter account for as long as Twitter continues to exist, mm-hmm. um, which is at Kyla underscore Go, but. I don't really check it anymore. Um, uh, you can find pictures of my gecko uh, on Instagram uh, at Kyla Gorman Fury, and you can uh, buy the game that I made uh, on most uh, most consoles and and other and platforms. It is called Wintermore Tactics Club. It's a good game. I like it. I think you would like it. It is a too. good game. Yeah, we liked it. Carl, is your is your Twitter back? Nope. Okay. But I'm Carl, and you can't find me. Carl is unreachable. Anywhere. Carl, Carl is like the John Cena of our podcast. You can uh, you can contact Carl by tweeting at Feedback Force if yeah. you really need to, or joining the Discord. Or joining join the Discord. The, if you yeah. join the Discord, you can reach Carl. Yeah. Or you know, send a mail. Send a random letter to a random place and hope I get it. Yeah. Send it to Carl, Cur- like Curtis in Sweden, and uh, see if it gets to him. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what happens if you just like put a stamp on an envelope and just write Sweden on it. Like, where does it go? Does uh, it even, usually, does it, usually it will get returned. It will get returned to you. <sighs> I'm pretty sure. I guess that's true. Um, there yeah. is a there is a thing. Um, that in the days before the internet, <laughs> young whippersnappers listening to this podcast, uh, there was a thing that some schools did um, where they, like, which was like random pen pals, where you would, um, 
a a teacher would like pick a little town somewhere um and write a letter addressed to that town to an english teacher in the town not not by name just to you know english teacher at local middle school you know and then name of town and and state info and then if there was a particularly kind postman who like knew you know if it was a small enough town that like the mail delivery person knew who someone like that was and like would hand deliver it then sometimes it would get delivered and then it would be like you know hey like my class you know would like to practice their letter writing skills and we'd love to be pen pals with your class and like do you want to like write exchange letters with us and stuff like that this is weird system that's fun we never did that i think maybe we were in the small town and our letter carriers were not gonna deliver uh, to... <laughs> yeah. although i will say i i read about this once a long time ago i don't know if it's still happening probably i don't know probably maybe not maybe not with internet who knows but there was a like a, a post office in a a city town in alaska where every letter that got addressed to the north pole it just got sent there and they Aww. would like they would, I don't know, I think they would, like, respond to them, maybe, or, like, send out a little form letter back or something like that. But, yeah, I, I'm now I'm curious to see if that still exists. But, anyway, um, n- none of those things will, will, will get you to Carl. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, I regret to inform you. Um, so, yeah, I guess your only chance is to come on the Discord and, and pray. And chat with us. And we pray. Love we love chatting with folks on the Discord. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We're 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 threatening to get off track again. So uh, I'm gonna call it here. Thank you for thanks. listening. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, look forward to us talking about shadows over Lily. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.